This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, feel free to click on the radio page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as always, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up that free face-to-face meeting. Recently, I have been in many meetings with many of my clients discussing some of their main concerns, and right at the top of their list is the impacts of rising inflation and increasing costs. And I'm guessing that many of you listening today have also come across plenty of articles and news stories lately with screaming headlines announcing the impending arrival of rising inflation. And those stories have likely left you asking yourself one important question. How do I protect myself? And so during today's show, we're going to take a deep dive into inflation and explain what you can do to help prepare your financial strategy when inflation hits. But first, let me take a moment to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who, if I do say so myself, always inflates the quality of this show. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, be careful. Be careful there, Nick. Too many complicate, you know, too many compliments might inflate my ego. <laughs> Jeez. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. I'm not exactly that's is that a mic drop? Oh <laughs> uh, I do my best. I know. I know. But uh, inflation, you're right. Hot topic. So I can't wait to dig into it. But before we do, Nick, how have you been? Now, you've got a lot of family stuff going on, some graduations and juggling that with uh, meeting with clients and talking to listeners from the show, right? Yeah, this is a busy time of year for many people. And you're right. We've got some uh, graduations happening in the family right now and uh, lots of family visiting from out of town. So that's always fun and and, uh, interesting as well. Well, sure. I think that's great. Now, Uh, To be honest, uh, the last couple of weeks, I've had a feeling that uh, we'd be talking about this topic on an upcoming show uh, sooner rather than later, because I've seen so many stories about inflation in the news lately. And I think it's fair to say that there are not too many things out there that can cause feelings of economic anxiety for people uh, like inflation, uh, especially for those nearing retirement. I mean, the last thing you need uh, when you're on a budget, especially, but for anyone, is rapidly rising prices, right? Well, that's absolutely right, Tony. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to start today with a very recent U.S. News and World Report um, titled, Why Are Fears of Inflation Getting Worse? And as the article notes, we're seeing a clear rise in prices, as everyone that's listening knows, for obviously things like gas, automobiles, and even basic things like toilet paper, peanut butter, and soda 
Um, and so simply put, high inflation happens when prices for goods and services don't simply rise at a normal or manageable level, but instead hit the gas pedal and rise so quickly that it can make the cost of living more expensive and reduce our purchasing power for most of us. And one piece of good news, however, though, is right now most economists don't think that we're close to seeing uncontrollably high inflation here in the United States. But for me, at the same time, it's clearly an unease for many businesses, investors, and like I mentioned before, clients that are coming in and talking with me. Well, yeah. And I mean, we're, we're seeing prices rise on a number of goods right now. And uh, I think that's problematic. What are some of the issues currently driving these concerns about inflation? Yeah, well, one potential reason why we're seeing you know rises in prices is because obviously last March and April of 2020, during the heart of the pandemic, prices took a huge dip uh, across the board. And so prices are now rising as we slowly inch back to normal life, which means year over year price jumps are bigger than normal for most folks. And additionally, as many of us know, there's there's global shortages for raw materials and parts, uh, and that drives up costs. I mean, here locally, home builders are scrambling to find the lumber they need for projects, and other manufacturers are having to having a very hard time finding things like copper and other commodities that they need to get their work done. Um, you know, auto manufacturers need uh, semiconductors and many restaurants are even struggling to find food like chicken wings to uh, serve to their customers. <laughs> chicken wings. Seriously. Um, I, I don't think uh, that is something I, I haven't heard about that chicken wings. But, uh, you know, it's serious when there's a shortage of chicken wings. I mean, you, you know that. So definitely. Uh, but lumber, it's it's gone up 300 percent in the last six months in some areas. Uh, I just read that. So crazy. Uh, what does this all this mean, though, for the average person's paycheck? Well, that's a great question. And, you know, paychecks are nudging up a bit, which is nice. Um, in April of this year, the average hourly earnings increased about one percent, which is a, a healthy jump for a single month. And additionally, many companies are having a tough time finding workers. In fact, the economy only added about 266,000 jobs in April, and that was far fewer than what experts expected. And so more unfilled jobs could potentially mean good news for American paychecks. Right. And well, can you tell our audience, though, I, I heard the Federal Reserve uh, talk about this. What is their take on this current bout of inflation? Yes, uh, it is the Fed's job to shield Americans as much as possible from inflation. And, you know, the current Fed chair, Jerome Powell, expects inflation to level off as supply issues are solved. Listeners should also note that the Fed experts have emphasized that one-time or short-term increases are different than ongoing inflation that comes with constant price jumps, if that makes sense. Well, and that, that does, and that makes sense to me. And I hope it means our inflation worries may go away sooner rather than later. Well, and yes, the, the Fed is promoting two reasons why it thinks our current price increases are likely to be a blip on the radar and not a trend. And the first reason is because the average American still expects inflation to remain under control because of our recent economic history. Uh, the, the Fed closely tracks inflation expectations, which are a measure of where consumers and markets expect inflation to be heading. And for the last two decades, 
um, there has been very little change in inflation expectations. And so simply put, if the public thinks inflation is going to continue hanging around the historical average of 2%, then consumers and businesses are unlikely to adjust how they're behaving, even if commodity prices surge temporarily. You know, businesses likely won't charge their customers higher prices because they expect that those surges are only temporary. And workers, on the flip side, uh, likely won't demand big wage hikes to counteract those higher prices. Well, that certainly strikes me as a reason to be optimistic anyway. So what's the second reason the Fed thinks that this current price increase are likely to be only temporary? Yeah, the, the other reason why the Fed currently thinks inflation is likely temporary is because uh, prices have largely been under control for about the last 25 years. And even when unemployment was at a staggeringly low rate of 3.5% in 2019 um, and forced higher salaries as a result of that, computer consumer prices uh, stayed under the Fed's 2% target. Oh, okay. And this has been, I think, a really informative topic so far today. Uh, Why don't we uh, take a quick break here, though? And before we do, uh, do you have anything else you want to share with the listeners? Well, yes, Tony. I'd I'd obviously like to encourage our listeners to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call our office at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to help answer any other questions that they have, uh, perhaps about social security or inflation or retirement. I mean, it's it's our goal to, to help you and be a resource. So please reach out. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Do you have concerns about how market volatility in the current economy might be affecting your finances? I'm Herstel Jones with Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Give me a call at 541-773-9567 to set up a complimentary phone or virtual meeting to discuss your strategy and goals. Call 541-773-9567. Again, that's 541-773-9567. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. All right, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I thought we'd rock out a bit. I'm here with our <laughs> our main host, Nick Jones, the man with the plan. And Nick, during today's show, we've been talking about this current bout of inflation. I mean, uh, we've seen prices go up exponentially in certain areas. And during our first segment, you highlighted why we're currently dealing with this modest level of inflation and you also noticed that the noted that the Fed doesn't think we have to worry about long-term inflation, at least at this point. Uh, that's their take anyway. And I think this is a timely subject. How do you want to get this segment started? Yeah, for this segment, Tony, I thought we should discuss some ways um, that people can protect their finances from inflation. Uh, because, you know, inflation can be a little scary, especially when you begin factoring into your financial strategy and your eventual retirement plan. But the reality is there are some fairly simple planning steps that you can take to help guard your wallet against inflation. The, the first step you may be able to take is t- to help protect yourself is uh, come, get, come down to really to one word, um, substitution. For example, if you need a new car, focus on a reliable car like a Toyota Camry instead of a much higher priced uh, SUV. Or better yet, buy a later model used car. Um, you'll get plenty of the 
the newest safety features as well as the bells and whistles on a used car, but with a much lower price than if you buy one new. Yeah, that's true. And speaking of uh, autos, there's been kind of a scarcity there. I mean, uh, so you do have to do some looking. And if inflation is hitting the auto auto industry, focusing on a low mileage uh, previously owned vehicle uh, seems to be a smart move. Yes, for sure. And, you know, another option for for people to think about is buying generics um, when they think about brands um, to help protect their budget from the threat of inflation. Um, If you let go of the big, well-known brand names as prices rise, um, that becomes an easy step to help you, um, you know, by considering other brands and other generics, whether it's food or over-the-counter medications or prescriptions or store brand clothing, um, you can often get exactly what you need for a lot less money. Now, with food and over-the-counter medications, clearly, you need to make sure you read those labels carefully to confirm that uh, it contains everything that you actually need. Um, and beyond purchasing generics, you know, shopping smart is generally a very powerful tool to fight inflation. Um, make your dollar stretch as far as possible by purchasing clothing or household items and electronics that you know are going to last for several years and, uh, start using coupons, um, and buy in bulk whenever possible. And a very important point I want to make is as you shift to generics and using coupons, um, make sure that you're tracking your spending because, if you adjust your spending strategy, it's important to make sure that that hard work is actually paying off. Yeah. And some people might think, well, you know, you've talked about, you know, huge financial strategies and moving hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. And now you're talking about use generics and coupons, but it really, it really does add up, Nick. And I know why you're talking about it. And everybody's situation out there is different. And I think it's just smart. And I think the people that have the bigger retirement funds or are able to put more into their retirement funds for later to live comfortably are the ones who, you know, make wise decisions when it comes to smart shopping and especially uh, when you have rising inflation and anxiety about inflation uh, and coming up with a strategy to fight it is a terrific reason to work with someone like yourself, a financial services professional. Well, that's absolutely right, Tony. And remember, inflation can cause anxiety, as you mentioned, and it can be a major pain in the neck, but there are definitely solutions. Um, You know, one of those that you mentioned just a moment ago was working with a financial services professional. And that's a great idea because the next way that you may be able to hedge a bit of inflation is to invest. Um, We avoid uh, in this show getting into investments too much because I don't have the time um, to adequately address all the pros and cons and nuances. Um, So if investing is part of your strategy, uh, it's essential that you work with a financial services professional who's going to be there to help you calmly, um, you know, guide you through that process for the years to come. Right. And it's human nature to make emotional financial decisions. We've talked about that on the show before, and especially if inflation starts skyrocketing. But someone like yourself and Herstel, experienced financial services professionals, they can help make reasoned decisions instead of overly emotional financial decisions, right? Well, that's a great perspective. Um, You know, another thing that I'd like to bring up is purchasing a home, because that's another good way to offer some protection against inflation. Um, Historically, home values have kept up with inflation. 
And depending on where you live, buying a home may be cheaper than renting and your mortgage rate may look even better in the future as rents continue to rise. Um, however, please don't buy a home if the payments and the maintenance would leave you cash poor or if you suddenly would need to move for work or if you can't stay in the home for at least five years. Typically, it doesn't make sense um, if you can't stay in it for five years or if you don't want to keep up with the ongoing maintenance and tasks that uh, that are surrounded by buying a new home. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, home buying, especially if you're getting close to retirement, uh, you might want to think about, uh, you know, downsizing, things like that. And first time buyers, uh, there are advantages. You have to look at that. But speaking of buying a home, what's a good borrowing strategy during times of rising inflation? Yeah, the, the simple answer is that if inflation is trending up, don't wait to borrow because rising inflation can include rising interest rates. If you're taking out a loan uh, you know, sometime in the future, make sure to keep a close eye on inflation. Because if it begins to rise in a way that suggests a trend other than a blip that we've discussed today, you might want to make that move sooner than later. Well, you're right, Nick. Now, is there an area that's impacted by inflation that people may not even realize that they may overlook? Definitely. Um, one of those that a lot of people don't, don't think through is education, actually. And as inflation goes up, college tuition, room and board, and books are going to go up as well. I mean, historically, they've gone up on average about 6% a year. So perhaps you don't need to attend that name brand school if you can't afford it. Instead, a couple of ideas for you. You could attend a local college and live at home. You could go to community college for a few years and then transfer to a four-year school. Or you could even earn some college credits while you're still in high school. Oh, wow. Those are all great ideas. And I would agree with you there. Now, we should probably take a moment here to take another quick break. Um, our time is almost up for this segment, uh, but we have a lot more to cover. But before we take this break, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners? Well, yes, Tony, as always, if you're interested in anything that you've listened to today, I'd urge our listeners just to reach out to us at 541-773-9567. All right. Thank you so much, Nick. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back after a quick break with Jones Financial Talk. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Nick Jones. And Nick, great to be here with you again this week. You got a great topic. It's timely. Everybody's talking about it, and that's inflation. Uh, whether it's the cost of a sheet of plywood tripling or the cost of used cars skyrocketing uh, at groceries, it's crazy right now. Um, and they say it's just modest, but we're up to 4%. I guess after inflation being so low for so long, even a 4% increase uh, for most uh, things, it seems like a bigger deal than maybe it is. But it has been getting a lot of attention in the news, and it has been on the rise. And 
uh, the Fed, as you mentioned earlier, Nick, it doesn't really expect the rise to last a significant amount of time. But you need to be prepared for things like inflation, rising interest rates, market volatility. So you've been talking about how this can affect your financial strategy. What do you have for us in this final segment? Yeah, I thought in our final segment, we discussed specifically how you can combat inflation if you're already retired. Um, you know, it's often considered a rule of thumb that retirees will need a permanently increasing income source to maintain their purchasing power in retirement. But it also seems like studies of retiree spending habits paint a different picture. Uh, to begin, your retirement can largely be broken down into three phases. I call them the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. <laughs> and during the go-go years, which is your early retirement, you're going to be out in the world traveling, hitting the links, fishing, and doing all the other things that you enjoy today. And this also means that you're out there spending more money. And so depending on your health, the go-go years are generally between the ages of 55 and 75. Now, the next phase is the slow-go years, and this is generally between the ages of 70 and 85, depending on your health. In this stage, you're home more and shopping less, and so you're spending less, and that typically helps decline uh, those expenses during this phase. And finally, in your no-go years, what you're spending on is health care, and that replaces what you've previously spent on entertainment in the other areas that we've discussed already. But in inflation-adjusted terms, um, that spending ticks back up during this last phase. Yeah. And like you say, in that last phase, it's mainly uh, for healthcare costs. But, uh, you know, that's really great. I've never seen the phases broken down like that, but I love that. Uh, the go-go years when we first retire, uh, and then the next few years are the slow-go years where we're slowing down and then the no-go years. And uh, I think uh, that's a good way, a good rule of thumb to use to break down uh, retirement. It makes a lot of sense. But I I'm curious about something. How does a retiree's income level factor into all of this? Well, that's a great question, Tony. And your income level is certainly going to factor into how much inflation is going to affect you. Uh, retirees with high incomes, generally 75000 or greater, let's say, can typically withstand a few inflation hits. But for retirees with lower in incomes, inflation that hits things like food and energy and medical care can very quickly take a big bite out of your budget. Um, when it comes to retirement, you can generally plan for expenses rising by about 3% annually, which is in line with long-term historical inflation rates um, that we've discussed today. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are some of the things people can do then to protect their future purchasing power from inflation? Yeah. Well, the, the first step um, that we've addressed previously is get the most from Social Security. Uh, as many of our listeners know today, Social Security contains automatic cost of living adjustments, and it's a unique and, and uh, lifelong inflation adjusted income source, uh, and a shrewd strategy may help you get even more out of it if you, uh, if you pay attention. Uh, about a third of retirees lean on Social Security to provide roughly 90% of their retirement income, and nearly half need Social Security to provide at least 50% of their retirement income. So if you haven't filed for Social Security yet, you really want to take the time and do the research. Um, we've got reports like our Social Security Maximization Report that can help you with that. And, you know, working a little longer 
possibly may mean more money in your pocket. Um, and don't sweat it if you find that the social security process is overwhelming because you're in com good company with that one. So reach out to a financial services professional who will be able to confidently guide you through that process. Yeah, I think that's really important. Definitely. And social security is one of retirement's most important pieces. So you got to make sure you get every step of it right. Yeah. And so let's say hypothetically that down the road, inflation really spikes and does it in a way that suggests it might last. What are some steps our listeners out there may want to consider in that scenario? Well, another good question there. But let's emphasize again that this is purely hypothetical and there's no information floating around today that would suggest that we are out of control when it comes to inflation. It's just kind of a slight possibility. Sure. Um, right. So the, the first thing that you may want to do, though, is to stock up. If prices are rising like a rocket and it looks like it may be at least lasting for a while, you want to go out and buy some things like toilet paper, laundry detergent, and other essentials now and just put them on the shelf. And remember, though, you don't have to take the mentality of a doomsday prepper. You just want to go out there and buy enough to get you through the next few months. Next, consider going green. Work to make your home as energy efficient as you can in an effort to guard your money from rising energy prices. Yeah. And both of those ideas do make sense to me and, and don't seem too over the top. Uh, but you really do uh, want to have also you know, the financial strategy that you've been telling us about, Nick, in place uh, to help deal with inflation. And how about insurance, Tony? Um, there are some interesting insurance products that may offer some level of protection against inflation. Remember, listeners, as you age, your health care costs rise. And if you add inflation to the mix, then they're going to even shoot higher. Long-term care, for instance, may help you cover those costs significantly later in life. Yeah. Good point. Well, this has been a great show today, Nick, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, yes, we've discussed a very important topic today, uh, inflation. And if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I just really encourage our listeners to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or to give us a call at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to help answer any questions that you have and address any of your concerns. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Join us again for a new episode of Jones Financial Talk. And take care. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Material 
presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.